0: I expected more from this shark movie. Today I'm talking about The Requin. This is Scott's indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a movie called The Requin, a recent shark movie that came out, and as I've mentioned before, they've gotten popular in the Danielson house, and uh, this one I found a bit lacking. So without further ado, let's get started. Regular readers and listeners know that the Danielson household has been on a shark movie kick for months now. As such, it means that any new shark movie that comes into our realm immediately goes to the top of our watch list. Good reviews, bad reviews, who the hell cares? Let's see some folks get eaten and fight for their lives in the water. Of course, a good combination of shark action and just enough character becomes more important than you think, as in today's movie, as today's movie The Requin proves. Alicia Silverstone stars as Jalen, a woman who's still grieving after a traumatic stillbirth and decided to take a relaxing vacation with her husband in Vietnam. Unfortunately, said relaxation is completely upended when a hurricane strikes and sends Jalen and her husband's Oceanside room out into shark-infested seas. The bones of the Requin are solid, at least by this genre's standards. Almost every shark movie involves some kind of wreck, either a boat or a plane, and this is a unique approach. It also justifies a larger set, means you can shoot some stuff on a soundstage, and the concept by itself is rather terrifying. It means the shark showing up is an escalation, not the first sign of trouble. And because we only have two people involved, it means that every injury and loss of space and safety has extra weight. The movie's main problem is an incongruent thematic focus, though. As I mentioned earlier, Jalen is taking this trip with her husband and to hopefully heal from a traumatic stillbirth. We come to find out that this was a home birth that that happened in a bathtub, and that means that any vision of blood in water gives Jalen a a panic attack. So much so that Jalen and her husband agree to leave for home the next morning before the hurricane hits. Now, people addressing trauma through a survival or action movie is nothing new. The problem is, said trauma is usually connected to a personal failure. Either they failed to save somebody, see cliffhanger, or their courage failed them. It means facing down this shark is facing down the ghosts of their past. But there's nothing here to indicate that the stillbirth was either Jalen's fault. It's clearly tragic and traumatic, but difficulties during pregnancy or birth aren't the mother's fault unless she was woefully irresponsible. Again, no indication that this was the case. This might be easier to accept or ignore if the movie didn't ram it down the audience's throat every chance it gets, but it keeps showing up all the time. Anytime Jalen rests, anytime she sees blood in water, it's pervasive. But because it doesn't map on well, and in our case, actively frustrates the audience, it makes the film's other problems more apparent. The janky effects work, the derivative action beats, the scenes you can see coming from a mile away. None of it hits as hard as it could or should. The Requin is a perfect example of how a fun, silly kind of movie can drown itself in self-seriousness. The verdict is it's a slog. Too, too dreary to be cheap fun, The Requin's rough seas aren't worth your time. 3 out of 10. This has been Scott's off indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.